بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعد أبرادن سيسترز amazing news from South Africa which is completely true Alhamdulillah there's a pastor from near Durban from a place called Umulazi and he and his congregation 100,000 people they all accepted Islam and he and a number of them are now on in Hajj they are doing Hajj uh, he's doing Hajj as a guest of the government of Saudi Arabia you see this video subhanallah i couldn't stop crying see the ikhlas see the absolute innocence ajeeb bella gratitudes for us for many of us our so called knowledge Somebody is Hafiz Quran, somebody is Maulana, somebody is Sheikh, somebody is Bufti, somebody is Fulan and Fulan and Fulan. Our knowledge has become a barrier between us and Allah. We are standing behind curtains and these curtains are curtains of knowledge. As our Ustad and the great Sheikh Our Hazrat Ali Nadir Ahatullah used to say that the curtain of ignorance, of zulmat, can be split apart by one ray of light, by one ray of nur. But he used to say who will split and what will split the curtain of light. And the curtain of light is knowledge, it becomes a barrier between the Abd and his Rabb, between the slave and his Lord. And SubhanAllah, it doesn't take for a person to become a Hafiz or a Mufzi or whatever. Today we have reached a stage where people who, who know nothing argue about and they say, Oh, but I read this Hadith and this one is weak and that one is that. And SubhanAllah, I mean, Sometimes you think, do you even know what you're saying? When you say this hadith is weak, what are you saying? Have you studied even basic usul of hadith? Have you any clue what it means when you say hadith is daif? Or, some, or hadith is hasan, or hadith is mursal, or hadith is sahih, mutawatir, and so on. Have you any idea? Yet, you will argue. We have become arrogant. It is time to take stock and it's time to come back down to earth. See this man. See what he says about his dream. He had a dream and the dream, a voice said to him, get all your people to wear white hats, white caps. And instantly he said the Muslim faith. Those of you who have been to South Africa, you know what I'm talking about. May Allah bless the South African Muslims. You will not find a head which is uncovered. If it's a man, he's wearing a, 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 a kufi, a, a topi, 
If it's a woman, she is covered her head, her head with a hijab. The people who don't do that in South Africa are the small minority. The vast majority of them, they all wear the white caps. Little children go to maktab, they go to madrasa. They wear, they don't go in any clothes. They don't go in shorts. They don't go in any kind of clothes. They wear a kurta. They wear a topi. And they go to the maktab in a proper fashion. We have, in this country, especially America, we have lost this completely. The izza which is to be given to learning, to the, to the class, uh, to the asatiza. Uh, I am here in this uh, place in, in Bennington uh, doing this course in Arabic language and uh, subhanAllah the clothes that some people, men and women both, the clothes that some of these students come to class in, really they should be called underwear. There is not clothing. It's underwear. It's something you, you would wear under your clothes. But this is accepted in the name of freedom. This is accepted as appropriate dress for a student. And I'm the only one there in a thobe and in a, with, a, with, a, with a topi. And I make it a point that I go there and my head is covered in the class and I'm sitting there with a hat. And my theory is if no one is doing it, then even more reason for you to do it if you're the only one. We need to stand out, not blend in. We need to differentiate. See the man, think about this. In this dream he sees... Or he, he uh, hears this voice saying, wear, get your people to wear a white topi. And instantly, as I said, he says, Muslim faith. Why? Because he has been seeing that in South Africa all his life. His whole life he's seen Muslims who look like Muslims. So even when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving him hidayah, and this is been Allah ta'ala, this is Ruyatul Haq. He's seeing the dream of truth from Allah, from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The symbolism is that of the Muslim man that he has seen in South Africa. May Allah bless our brothers and sisters in South Africa. They stand out. They do not blend in. They have their culture. They show their culture. It is so important for us to have this. People say when you say for, for the at least for the maktab at least in the masjid wear clothes which are appropriate cover your head wear hijab for the women right? We should do this all the time but I'm saying at least minimum how sad and how tragic that we have to beg Muslims to show respect to Allah to show respect to the house of Allah How sad that we have to say this. That you have if, 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 if whatever it is, the function in the masjid, the you know, Jum'ah or uh, class or dars or whatever. And if people, if the Muslims who are attending that, they are not even dressed appropriately. Then how tragic and sad is that? Especially in today's times, my brothers and sisters, when the Muslim Ummah is under threat from everywhere, 
from everywhere external what we don't need is an internal threat and the internal threat comes from those muslims who refuse to practice islam from those muslims who uh, do not show the symbols the shaar the the symbols of islam please understand these are things which are very important people like to quote a hadith very conveniently so if there is some matter in which they want to get some leverage they will find some hadith oh see this is what that is saying i say to them have you not have you not seen the hadith where rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ordered the hukum of the rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam to grow for the men to grow their beards have you not seen that hadith go and see that hadith how come you never quote that hadith you quote everything else to suit you but you will not quote the hadith because you like to shave why why what is wrong with looking like muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam what is wrong with looking like khadijatul kubra radhiyallahu anha wa bada or aisha siddiqa radhiyallahu anha wa bada or like the sahaba of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi we have to look like somebody why not look like them the best of people people sometimes some people say oh you know these are all superficial things you tell me which which deep spiritual thing are you doing that this is a superficial thing may allah have mercy these are not superficial things these are the symbols these are the first things the point is if you are not even doing this what hope that you will do anything else please my brothers and sisters please wake up please wake up before malakul maut comes and wakes you and me up because after that there is no return let's not wait for that day let us wake up and let us show that we are proud of islam let us wear our brands let us display our brands and our brand is the beautiful face of muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam our brand is the beautiful sunnah of muhammad rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam let us show that let us be proud of that let us make a statement to say that this is who i am you don't need to ask me you look at me you know who i am this story of this man may allah bless him may allah accept his hajj may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept the hajj of others for the sake of this man may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept all his duas what a wonderful man subhanallah make dua for him make dua for yourself and we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us and to uh, help us to benefit from these beautiful days of dhul hijjah wa sallallahu ala nabiyil karim wa ala alihi wa sahbihi min rahmatika ar-rahim